Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you. Stand up on your feet and give God praise. Hallelujah. You made it through the year and you're here today from what is this April from March last year to April this year God has kept you and you ought to have a praise we didn't come in here for nothing so come on and open up your mouth and give God praise lift your hands tell them thank you hallelujah not only are we able to be in the building together but we're celebrating the life of Jesus Christ he died and then rose again with all power in his hands come on and give him praise hallelujah And we honor you today, oh God. Hallelujah. There's nobody like you. Hallelujah. He's the great I am. He's the all-sufficient one. He's the sovereign God. He's Adonai. He's Elohim. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's Jehovah Nisi. Jehovah Tiskanu. Come on and give him praise. He's everything that we need. Hallelujah. Hey, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm excited this morning. Hallelujah. Romans 5, 8 says, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And in Matthew 28 says, the angel said to the women, do not be afraid for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen just as he said. Come see the place where he lay. It says he is not here. He has risen just as he said. Do you know him to be a God that keeps his promises? He does what he says he's going to do. Hallelujah. Well, come on, let's pray together, Father, in Jesus' name. We ask you right now to come in this place, Lord God, dwell here, Father. We came to lift you up. We came to magnify your name. Come on, pray with me. Father, we thank you today, God. Send your spirit right now. Whoever needs healing, Father, we ask for it, God. Whoever needs peace, Father, we ask for it right now, God. In the name of Jesus, we ask that you pour out your spirit among us, God. Lord God, we believe that you will turn things around for us, Father. And so we're going to praise you in advance, Holy Ghost. We thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you because you're awesome. We thank you because you're mighty. We thank you because you're holy. And so, Father, right now, hear our prayer, Father. Continue to keep us as you have. We thank you and we love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Come on, put your hands together. Hallelujah. Our God reigns. Hallelujah. He reigns forever and ever and ever. Come on, clap your hands. Hallelujah. You reign. Hallelujah. Come on, clap your hands. Lord, you reign above. Oh, I know you have your mask 
one, but I know you're singing, my God reigns. My God reigns. Sing our God reigns. Our God reigns. Sing, Lord, you reign. The Lord every day. Come on. With power and majesty. Power and majesty.
sits upon the throne has all power in his hands. And there's no God like Jehovah. Come on, there's no God like him. Hallelujah. Anybody know that there's no God? There's no thing. There's no one. Nothing can replace him. Come on, let's clap our hands. Everybody clap your hands. Hallelujah. Here we go. Say, say, whoa, oh, oh, oh. days of his servant Moses righteousness being restored these are the days of your harvest the fields are white in the world and we are the laborers in your vineyard declaring the word of the Lord everybody say Behold he days of Elijah declaring the word of the Lord and these are the days of his servant Moses righteousness being restored and these are the days of the harvest the fields are white in the world and we are the in your vineyard declaring the word of the Lord everybody say Lord he comes riding on the cloud shining like the sun and the trumpets go you can do I want you to scream out there's no God like Jehovah come on let's make our enemy mad this morning hallelujah well you already made him mad when you woke up here we go let's say there's no God like there's no God like Jehovah there's no God like Jehovah there's no there's no God like Jehovah there's no there's no God like Jehovah there's no there's no God like Jehovah 
There's no There's no God like Jehovah. There's no One more time. There's no God like Jehovah. There's no God like Jehovah. There's no God like Jehovah. There's no There's no God like Come on, we're gonna profess it today. There's no God like There's no God like All over the world. We know him to be There's no God like him. There's no God like There's no God like Jehovah. There's no we believe and we declare. We proclaim with all our strength. There's no God like Come on, there's no God like He's the awesome wonder. He's the mighty God. Everlasting Father. The Prince of Peace. The Great I Am. The awesome one. Sing it one more time, okay? Here we go. Say there. Say there's no God like There's no There's no We declare it. There's no God like There's no God like him. There's no God like Behold. He's the great one, whoever we need. Come on, he's all we need. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, he's the lion and the lamb. Hey, come on, he's the lion and the lamb. Hallelujah. Come on, praise his name. Hallelujah, come on, you don't have to stop clapping just because the music stopped. Come on and give him praise. Hey, hallelujah. There is no God like Jehovah. If you know that, would you give God some kind of praise? Blessed be the name of our God. You may be seated. Let me say welcome to those of you who are here in the building. Welcome to those who are here in the sanctuary. So glad that you are here. And then certainly welcome to those who are still joining us virtually. Now, Mountain Media, y'all forgive me because I'm used to having a camera right here in the uh, center aisle. Which, where am I supposed to be looking? 
Oh, it's okay. I see. All right. All right. Welcome to those who are joining us virtually on Facebook Live, on the church's YouTube channel, or the website. We are glad that everybody's worshiping, those who are in the building and the e-congregation. Uh, let me make just a couple of observations, and then uh, we will continue on with service. First of all, next week for service, uh, for next Sunday's registration, which um, we, you know, all of this is trial and error, right? All of this is trial and error. And so we are, uh, we're learning as we go. And, uh, and it looks like maybe we'll have more than 150 uh, next week. But you can start registering for next Sunday service beginning tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock. Tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock, registration will open for next Sunday service. You can do that in one of several ways. You can go to the church's website and register there at www.mountcalvarychurch.life. Or you can call the church office if you don't have internet access or you just want help doing it uh, at 937-268-6737. Uh, there will be a link on the church's YouTube page. Uh, pardon me, on the church's Facebook page. Uh, you can get it any of those ways. The team has added a waiting list. I'm not sure what the number for next week will look like, but whatever it is, when we hit it, uh, there will be a waiting list so that, and, and it will happen, uh, there, are people who, there will be people who register who won't be able to attend, and as those slots open up, then we'll just fill those from the, the waiting list so that uh, so that everybody can have an opportunity. Those who are here uh, in the building this week and uh, and and who will be in the weeks to come, I would that you would be mindful. Uh, maybe if you if you got in this week, maybe next week you'll wait until Tuesday to register just to make sure that there are people uh, if they didn't get an opportunity this week that they can be in the building. Uh, next week and we'll work together until we work all this out. There, do, there are two things coming that I want to, to make you aware of. Next Sunday, I'm asking us to bring as a Mount Calvary family, as a Mount Calvary nation, I'm asking us to bring or send uh, something extra for the United Negro College Fund. Uh, UNCF gives out literally hundreds of thousands of dollars each year uh, in scholarships to young black kids and uh, and in aid and assistance to historically black college and colleges and universities uh, and as a predominantly African-American church we want to make sure that we support our own uh, so next Sunday we'll call it UNCF Sunday wear your college gear uh, wear your fraternity or sorority gear uh, and let's support UNCF uh, bring something extra for them. If you're giving by Givelify, uh, there will be an extra envelope on Givelify that says UNCF, and you can put it right in there. Uh, if you make out a check, make it directly to UNCF. We'll just pass it on right to the United Negro College Fund. Uh, then on the third Sunday of this month, we want to recognize all of the essential workers in the field of education, uh, teachers, custodians, lunch ladies, um, bus drivers. We want to, uh, to say thank you as a Mount Calvary family to all those who continue to serve our young people and have continued to serve in education 
during this pandemic. Uh, that will be on the third Sunday. I'll give you more details next week. They'll get priority seating that Sunday. Uh, the Mount Calvary family will have a special gift for each of them on that Sunday. Uh, that is the third Sunday in April. Would you continue to pray for Brother Percy Norfleet? I understand that he has um, that that he has pneumonia and COVID. Is my understanding? Uh, pray for him. Uh, also, keep Sister Anita Jackson in your prayers. I was able to be with her for a little bit last night. She is at the Miami Valley Hospital. Um, Brother William Page is in Grandview Hospital. Would you pray for him? Uh, Ms. Ella Gamblin-Williams, she is at um, Maria Joseph. She was in the hospital recently, but she is now at Maria Joseph. Please keep her in your prayers as well. Uh, and I also got word this morning that Marvin Hurd and uh, Ms. Vernita Hurd are both experiencing some sickness, and I would that you would keep them in your prayers as well. Ms. Valerie and the choir, uh, the, the ensemble, are, uh, are coming now um, to lead us further in worship, and then we're going to go on into our study for the day from 1 Peter chapter 1. 1 Peter chapter 1.
to save you while we were yet sinners. He made the decision to die on the cross. Hey, so come on and praise him. I said, while we were yet sinners. I said, while we were yet sinners. And we're going to be sinners. He still decided. Is anybody grateful for Jesus? He decided to die just to save you and me. Hallelujah to Jesus. Would you stand? Give him some kind of thank you, some kind of clap your hands or wave your hands. Shout glory, something. Thank God for Jesus. Hallelujah. He could have. But he died. First Peter chapter one is where we're going. First Peter chapter one is where we're going at verse three. Those who are worshiping with us virtually, it'll be on the screen for you. I'm reading from the New International Version of the Holy Bible. Here's what it says. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. That's it, just one verse. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. You all may be seated who are here in the sanctuary. I can't believe that it's been over a year since we have been together as a family, as a nation, in the sanctuary, in the walls of the Mount Calvary Church. Well, a few of us anyway, about 150 of us. And I must be honest, I do not particularly like the way that we have to ease back into corporate worship. But I'm glad to have you all here. I'm glad to have some of the saints where I can see them and they can see me in person. Let me thank you all for your patience. This is new to all of us and it is certainly not preferred, but having people to register for service allows us to make sure, first of all, that we don't have more people in the building than we're supposed to without having to turn people away at the door. It also allows us to keep physically distanced from each other by household. 
And just in case there is an outbreak of COVID within our ranks, because you do recognize that we are still in a pandemic, just in case there is an outbreak, we will be able to provide a list to health officials of exactly who was in the building on any given Sunday so that they can do their contact tracing. Having to wear masks in public is not something that we're used to. Having to worship at a distance is not something that we're used to. But I'm really just glad y'all are here. And we're glad that this day of return, this day of reunion, is the Sunday that we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ from the dead. That is the pillar of everything we believe. If he didn't get up, everything else we believe is in vain. It is the resurrection of Jesus that separates him from everybody else who claimed to be Messiah. I've said it before, check the record, check all the graves of the other self-proclaimed messiahs, and I guarantee they're still there. Muhammad is buried in Medina. Look for the big green dome. His grave is there, and he's still in it. Confucius, he's buried 100 meters north of Khufu City in China. Siddhartha Guma, Gautama, pardon me, you know him as Buddha. He also claimed to be a virgin, uh, to, pardon me, to be born of a virgin. He lived to be 80. He died. He was cremated in India, and his ashes are in several places there. Joseph Smith, he's buried in Illinois. Helena uh, Blavatsky, she's buried in several parts of, well, cremated and spread in several parts of India. Many of you remember Jim Jones. He's cremated. His ashes were scattered in the ocean. David Koresh, in my lifetime, uh, he's dead, buried in a cemetery in Tyler, Texas. Uh, Bill and Gloria Gaither put it like this about our Lord, though. An empty grave is there to prove my Savior lives. And on this Resurrection Sunday, with what time I have, I want to offer that really the message of resurrection is the message of hope. Hope. Secular dictionaries define that word as the feeling that what is wanted can be had or that events will turn out for the best. That's hope. In the passage that was read in your hearing, the word in the Greek text is elpis, and it simply means an expectation of good. It refers to joyful and confident expectation of eternal salvation, hope. And you really don't need me to tell you this, but if ever there was a time, if ever there has been a time when the world needed hope, it's now. You really don't need me to tell you. You've seen the headlines. Look at all the mass shootings. March 16th, Atlanta, Georgia. March 17th, Stockton, California. March 18th, Gresham, Oregon. March 20th, Houston, Texas and Dallas, Texas. And Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. March 23rd, Boulder, Colorado. And Aliceville, Alabama. March 26th, Memphis, Tennessee. And Norfolk, Virginia. And Chicago, Illinois and Virginia Beach, Virginia. 
March 28th, right up the road in Cleveland, seven people were shot right in a nightclub right here in Ohio. We need some hope. Just a few months ago, a group of domestic terrorists, I call them that because that's what they were, tried to take over the U.S. Capitol building. We need some hope. We are over a year into a deadly pandemic that has claimed the lives of more than 2.8 million people around the world and more than half a million people right here in the United States, a few from right here in our own congregation. We need hope. We are living through a pandemic that just underlines the racial and economic disparities as this virus disproportionately affects poor people of color. We need some hope. And on top of all that that's going on in the world, on top of everything happening around us, while all that is still going on, we all still have our own struggles to deal with. Little Pookie and Ray Ray are still in the streets. People are still being diagnosed with cancer. People still have high blood pressure and are having strokes. People are still needing surgeries. Bills are still coming. Money's still funny. Change is still strange. You got that little stimmy. And where did it go? We need hope. It has been said that a person can live for three weeks without food. The average human can live three days without water. A man or a woman can live about three minutes without oxygen before there's brain damage. But my brothers and sisters, I am learning it's hard to live at all without hope. But I've got good news for you on this Resurrection Sunday. A message of hope I want you to let me preach for just a little while from this subject, a living hope. A living hope. Those who are in the sanctuary say it with me, a living hope. That's how Peter refers to it when he is writing to the Jews who found themselves in some strange places. People who are scattered, saints who are going through. Peter refers to a lively hope, a hope that is alive, a hope that has life in itself, and a hope that gives life. The great theologian Matthew Henry said that for the Christian, it is a hope that keeps him alive, a, a hope that quickens him, supports him, and conducts him to heaven. Hope invigorates and spirits up the soul to action, to patience, to fortitude, and perseverance to the end. Thank God for a living hope. Let's look at what the apostle Peter has to say about this living hope. I won't be before you long. He illuminates, first of all, number one, the mercy of hope. The mercy of hope. It's in the text. Peter says that the fact that we are able to have hope at all is based upon the Lord's abundant mercy, his large mercy, his great mercy towards us, his overwhelming mercy, his bountiful mercy, his generous mercy, his overflowing mercy towards us. You see, the wages of sin is still death. 
And since all have sinned and come short of his glory, the only thing our sin deserves is death, eternal separation from God. But we have hope according to his abundant mercy. You already know what Lamentations 3.22 says. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Justice says death. Mercy says destiny. Justice says leave them. Mercy says lo, I am with you always. Justice says punishment. Mercy says I already took it on Calvary. Justice demands payment. Mercy paid it. Justice brings fear, but thank God, mercy brings hope. I may not deserve it, but I know there's something better coming. That's mercy. There's more than what I can see right now. That's mercy. This ain't it. That's mercy. There's more than what I can see. I expect good. I expect something great to come out of what I'm going through. I'm looking for a miracle. I expect the impossible. That's mercy. That's the mercy of hope. But not only that, not only does the psalmist illuminate the mercy of hope and thank God for the mercy of hope because what it does is it gets us past getting caught up in what we don't deserve it's all about mercy the mercy of hope but he enlightens us also secondly here it is point number two about the method of hope how we get it how do you come by this lively hope how do you get this lively hope well the answer is in the text here it is blessed be the God and Father our Lord Jesus Christ which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope Can, did, you, did you catch that the way you get this lively hope is to be begotten again you can't buy this hope you can't take up an offering for this hope you can't stumble into this hope you cannot work your way into this hope there is only one way into this hope you must be born into this hope more specifically you must be born again into this hope Peter says he has begotten us again let me see if I can help you the old saints used to sing it like this you must have that fire and holy ghost that burning thing that keeps the prayer wheel turning that kind of religion you can't conceal that makes you move and shout and sometimes even cry when it's real keep your hand in the winding chain make sure your soul has been anchored in Jesus name you got to be filled within free from sin you must be born again listen if you don't have Jesus what hope do you have the Bible says neither is salvation found in any other for there is no other name uh, under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved other than the name of Jesus. Everything else, hear me, everything else will fail at some point. Hope that is not built on and based on Jesus is a hope that will not stand when storms come. When the winds of life start to blow, 
Hope that is not anchored in Jesus will drift away when the storms start rocking your boat. When you're born again, your hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and his righteousness. The hymnologist wrote, I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand because all other ground is sinking sand. That's the method of hope. That's why I have hope because one thing I know is that I've been born again. Is there anybody in this? Listen, y'all been waiting for 53 weeks to get back in here. Is there anybody in this room who knows that you know that you know that you've been born again? I may not have money, but I know I've been born again, so I know I have hope. I may not have friends, but I know I'm born again, so I know I have hope. I may not have the house I want or the car I want or the job I want, but I have hope that will not disappoint because I've been born again. I'm saved. I'm sanctified. I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm one of his children. It reminds me, it reminds me of a story that is told of a train ride that was taking place one evening and there were lots of passengers on the train and the train was traveling through some mountainous area late at night and there was a storm raging. The rain was beating down and the lightning was flashing. The thunder resonated through the mountains with echoing ferocious booms, so much so that it woke up sleeping passengers and there was great commotion on the train because everything was going on around the train. All the, the rain and the wind and the thunder and the lightning. But there was one young man on the train who in spite of all the commotion on the train in spite of all the danger outside of the, the train because of the storm he remained calm and watchful and this caught the eye of an older lady another passenger and finally she goes up to the young man puzzled by his demeanor and she said young man you sure are a brave young man aren't you scared with all this thunder and lightning and rain and here we are looks like this train is barely holding on to the mountain how can you be so calm in the middle of this storm and the young man looked at her and he said my daddy is conducting this train and he knows that I'm on board so I know everything is going to be alright oh I know you can't touch anybody but if you're at home text it put it in the comments tweet it or if you're right here look across the sanctuary and look at somebody and tell them my daddy is conducting this train and he knows that I'm on board so everything y'all not telling anybody so everything is going to be alright and we I'm almost done and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. That's the method of hope. Paul, Peter illuminates the mercy of hope. He enlightens us as to the method of hope. You must be born again. You got to be one of his kids and then you can have some hope. But then finally, he shares with us the means of hope. That's number three, the means of hope. 
He says, it's by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. That's what gives me hope. The fact that Jesus got up from the grave. That's what gives me hope. The fact that Jesus got up from the dead. After all, he endured. He got up. And if y'all will allow me to cut on across the Baptist field, I am a Baptist preacher and it is Resurrection Sunday. And really all I came to tell you today is that he got up from the grave. After all he endured, he got up from the grave after the suffering and the shame he got up from the grave after being wounded for my transgressions he got up after being bruised for my iniquities he got up after taking the punishment that brought my peace he got up oh they whipped him and they spat on him and they plucked the beard out of his face but still he got up they placed a crown of thorns on his head and a cross on his back but still he got up they led him up Calvary's hill but still he got up they nailed him to an old rugged cross but still he got up they hung him high they stretched him wide but he still got up from the grave after all that he went through he died after all that he went through he died did you hear me he didn't faint he died he didn't swoon he died but after all that he went through he died until they took his body and placed it in the tomb but the old preacher used to say bright early bright early on Sunday morning he got up from the grave with all power in his hand and the Bible says thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ what you trying to say Reverend here's what I'm trying to tell you if Jesus went through all that and still got up you can go through your go through and you'll get up too hope will not disappoint hope says no matter what I go through no matter what I endure hope says I may be knocked down uh, but I'm not knocked out hope says I'm troubled on every side but I'm not distressed 
Hope says I may be perplexed, but I'm not forsaken. Hope says I may be cast down, but I'm not destroyed. Hope says I can be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. Hope says I can greatly rejoice even though now for a season I've got to go through hope says this momentary affliction is just light and is producing an eternal weight of glory hope says when he has tried me I shall come forth as pure gold hope says I shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord hope says because he lives I can face tomorrow because he lives all fear is gone because I know he holds the future hope says life is worth living just because he lives hope says I believe I run on and see what the end's gonna be hope says I won't sit down I won't shut up just because I'm tired just because I'm weary I will keep going hope says I can make it if I have to go by myself hope says I'll get there if I keep on moving hope hope says be not weary in well doing cause in due season you shall reap if you faint not oh glory to God hallelujah hallelujah glory to Jesus I have hope today I have hope today I have hope today it doesn't mean everything is like it should be but I have hope that no matter what it looks like no matter what it feels like no matter what it smells like it may be Friday but you just wait because Sunday's coming I have Take out your phone, take out your phone, and text somebody, I have hope today. I have hope today. Put it in the comments. DM somebody. Mm -hmm. I have hope today. Hey, glory. I believe I'll run on. That's what Eva Gamblin used to sing. She said, I believe I'll run on and see what the end will be. Y'all excuse me. Sometimes I just have to preach to myself. 
I have higher glory. Hope today. Hallelujah. While you still got your phone out, go ahead and text somebody I believe I'll run on. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 I believe I'll run on. I believe I'll run on. Uh, glory. Uh, oh, and see what the end will be. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. I am I am persuaded. I am persuaded that there is more to this thing than we can see. And if you just keep on running. Because the promise that you're looking for is already in place. Because as soon as God spoke it, it came into being. And the promise that you're looking for, you're not really waiting for, you're just running toward. Because it already exists at a designated time and space. But the issue is, you won't see it if you stop right here. The only way you'll get to the promise is if you keep on running. That's why the writer said, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame wow this is this, this is going to be this is going to be frustrating this is going to be frustrating because if we weren't in if we weren't in restriction and I if I wasn't concerned about Deacon Cole, uh, Brother Coble and his team tackling, if you if you if you tried to get out the aisle, I would tell you to to, to walk. To, to, I would tell you to walk, but don't don't. I don't want Brother Coble to tackle you. But right where you are, maybe you can just march in place. Cause just just symbolizing, I got to keep moving. I got to keep going. I can't stop right here. I gotta keep. I gotta keep moving. I can't stop right here. I can't stop right here. I can't stop right here. I can't stop. I can't stop here. I can't stop here. I gotta keep going until I see what I know.
it for y'all singing. I've seen him do it. I don't know the rest. Sing it. what you know is what he promised what you know is what he said in his word and what you see is that it looks like it'll never be but I came today to remind you that the resurrection gives hope that I operate not by what I see but by what I know I see sickness I know healing I see bondage I know deliverance. I see poverty. I know prosperity. I came to tell you today, as a matter of fact, I came to declare war on everything that would exalt itself against what you know. I know, I, I know, I know, I know, I know. Oh, 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 
hope beat you up. Don't let the devil beat you up. That hope is based on his abundant mercy. Okay? Not because you did everything right. Not because you were, you were where you're supposed to be, when you were supposed to be there. Not, not according to what you've done at all. It's according to his abundant mercy. <laughs> and that hope is based on relationship, right? We, we're born again. We're born again. That's, oh, that's, that's good stuff. Right? We're born again. <laughs> Take everything else. What matters is we're born again. Thank you, Jesus. And if you're here, maybe you're here in the sanctuary. It's been a while. Maybe you're here in the sanctuary. And, and I'm not going to ask you to come up. I'll just ask you to, wave, to raise your hand. If you're here and you are not sure that you've been born again. You're not sure that you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You're not sure where you're going to spend eternity. And get this, everybody is going to spend eternity somewhere. But you can know that you're going to spend your eternity with Jesus Christ. You can have access to this hope that keeps us moving, keeps us living. Here's what the Bible says. Here's the truth. This is the good news. Listen to this. God loved the world so much. That's everybody without exception. That he gave his only begotten son. That's Jesus the Christ. So that whosoever believes in him, that's anybody without exception, should not perish but have everlasting life. God didn't send his son into the world to condemn the world so that the world through him might be saved. If that's you, if you're here in the sanctuary, if you know you need to be saved, just slip your hand up. If you're at home, type it in the comments. Send us a direct message that you want to be saved. Here's what the Bible says. Confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead and you shall be saved. That's it. That's good news. That's good news. Anybody here in the building who wants to be saved today, who wants to give your heart to Christ? Everybody already knows you're saved. You already know where you're going to spend eternity. <laughs> if you're at home, just type it in the comments. Somebody will contact you shortly and walk you through. And you can give your life to Christ today. I promise the best decision that you'll ever make. We haven't given this call in many weeks. But maybe you're here in the sanctuary or maybe you're watching, worshiping with us virtually now. And you're already saved. You already know where you're going to spend eternity. But you know that the Lord wants you to be a part of the Mount Calvary Nation. A part of this part of his family. If you know the Lord God is calling you here, if you're in the sanctuary, just slip your hand up. Uh, if you are online, just type it in the comments. Send us a direct message and we'll get with you. Amen. Yes, sir. God bless you. I see you. Saints, thank God.
after after the service, would you just come to uh, Deacon Sanderford right here, and we'll make sure we get you. All right, good. Praise God. God bless you. We are ready to celebrate the Lord's Supper. To remember what Jesus has done for us on Calvary. Those who are in the sanctuary, you already have your elements. Those at home, grab your elements and commune with us if you will. Jesus was betrayed. He took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and blessed it, and gave it to his disciples. And said, this bread is my body given for you. Now take and eat all of it. in the same manner after supper he took the cup he gave thanks and gave it to his disciples and said this cup is the new covenant in my blood shed for the payment for the remission of sins now take and drink all of it and we thank God for Jesus Christ we thank God for Jesus Christ those who are here in the sanctuary if you are giving today if you have brought an offering to the king uh, the deacons will be at the door is that right uh, okay deacons will be at the door and uh, and you can leave it with them those who are online you can give by givelify or text to give or cash app all of those things will be on the screen and after we dismiss, there will be a short video that will uh, tell you more about how we can, how you can be a part of what's going on here at Mount Calvary. Thank you again, those who are in the sanctuary. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for being here. Don't forget that tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock is when registration opens back up. Those who are here this week, we would ask that you not rush in at 10 o'clock. Um, give some other people an opportunity who may have been on the waiting list this week. Uh, I'll let you know as the week progresses how many we'll be able to have in the building next week. Uh, the more the numbers come down, the more we should be able to, to come together with masks, of course, and with all the proper precautions. Thank you for your patience uh, over the next, I don't know how long it will take, but over the next little while, We'll have to do things like this. Uh, I'm sorry you won't be able necessarily to get your favorite seat. You'll have to get in the seat that they put you in. Uh, thank you for, for, uh, for being understanding. Uh, for a little while, we'll have to give, uh, we'll have to put offering in a basket instead of walking around. You'll have to get your communion as you come in.
Thank you for your continued generosity. Your financial contributions help to transform lives, to reveal the glory of God's kingdom. For your convenience, you can use the Giveify app on your smartphone, the Cash app, or if you're in the Dayton, Ohio area, you may drop off your contribution at the Mount Calvary Church at the address shown. Thank you for worshiping virtually with us today. We look forward to being able to worship together in person soon. Until then, in the words of Pastor Sam, just live.